Good morning for life. You know, coming from the Far East, Southeast Asia, we have all kinds of problems with our passport when we try to travel the world, especially coming to the USA. So I'm so glad to be in For Life because here we all have the passport to freedom! <laughs> yeah, wanted to say that. Okay, it is my pleasure to introduce our next speaker, Jeff Alt Gilbert. He's a very, very disciplined and a very hardworking man. I've worked this man, uh, with this man for several uh, months when we started this business. He's the kind of person who is warm and friendly to everybody around him. The first year that I started this business uh, in For Life, Jeff came with me to Singapore, to Malaysia, to Thailand to help with our meetings. He traveled with us all over uh, Malaysia, ate with his hands because we eat with our hands. So we had to learn. So he showed me that you, know, you need to do all these things to sacrifice and to learn to grow together with us. At that time, he was just Gold International Diamond, living in Guam, which is near the Philippines. It was wonderful to have him around because he added credibility to our business with his professional attitude and always maintained a friendly attitude with everybody. Everybody really loved Jeff wherever he went. I remember how much he was well-liked and people were looking forward to meeting him. Jeff has now achieved the highest rank of success in For Life. It is certainly a position that he has worked hard for and it very, very well deserved. Once an owner of a bankrupt cleaning company and now a platinum international diamond, help me welcome For Life leader, Jeff Algilbert! Are you free? Are you free? Are you free? What about you over here? You're not saying anything. I want to know, are you free? I don't know that they believe you. They don't believe you. Are you free? For life, Philadelphia, are you ready to be free? Wow, there is 8,000 people out here. <laughs> when you get beyond the lights, you can finally see some faces. How do you feel? How do you feel? You know, I saw Sadiq running across this stage and I thought, heck, if he could do that, why wasn't he playing basketball yesterday? He was over there being a cheerleader. I'm excited about doing this event in Philadelphia. This is where freedom was born in America. This was before Washington, D.C. This is where real heroes were born or created. That's right. Let me change that, okay? I want to set the record straight that leaders are created. They're not born. It's like a, like a tourist that went into Italy one time in an old town. And he asked the man sitting on the corner, he said, uh, was there any leaders born here? He said, no, just babies. 
You are the future Platinums of For Life Research. You can do this. You are in the city of freedom. And you saw, what, it was so great to see our leader come out with a chain around his neck and all that. I loved it. I loved it. But let me ask you this. How many of you are free? How many? How many of you want to be free? Can we be free if we're in debt? No. Can we be free if we have to look at our children? And we don't have the money to put clothes on them. Are we free? Or if someone owns our time, are we free? We're not free. We're a slave. And in the country of freedom, there's a lot of people enslaved. You can walk out in the streets and you'll see them. They're begging. Why are they begging? There's so much opportunity here. Why do you have to beg? That's right. It's because they were conditioned to think that there is no hope. And you have it in your countries too. There is hope. There's for life research. But let's learn from our founders. I'm saying our founders here in the United States. Just right down the street. Independence Hall. They did something. They did something that was never done before when we were ruled by a tyrant in this country. They declared their independence. When you signed that distributor ap application before Life Research, you declared your independence. But that alone doesn't make you free, does it? It doesn't. They had to get over 56 people to sign that document. They couldn't do it alone. They couldn't do it alone. They had to go out and declare it. Declare it to 13 different states at that time. They said, ask the people, they said, do you want to be free? Do you want this? And the people cheered, they said yes. Do you remember the film we saw? The colonials coming out of the fields, coming out of the farms, marching, marching, because they wanted to be free. And then we had that great modern, uh, that modern uh, part where, where we showed people leaving their jobs, leaving their jobs to be free. How many of you want to be job free? How many? <laughs> Any people over there want to be job free? You leaders that are full-time in For Life Research, you leaders that are no longer under the collar of a job, that are really free, there's something I want to ask you people, all of you, I want to ask you people, will you help your people to be free? Will you pay the price? Don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. You can lose it. You can lose your freedom. Those of you that are free can lose it. You can lose it. And how? If you don't give freedom away, I promise you, you will lose it. You will lose it. 
And that's the only way we can keep our freedom is if we give it away. And how do we give it away? We become servant leaders. Servant leaders. You don't go look for a platinum on the top of a mountain like he's some guru. Where is the platinum? I want to find the platinum. <laughs> the platinum is leading his people. He's in the field. He doesn't wear these. We do this for these events, okay? But when a platinum leads, he leads with the people. He's there. He suffers with his people. If they hurt, he hurts. If they don't sleep, he doesn't sleep. If they don't eat, he doesn't eat. That's leadership. And the leaders that don't get this, if I pray there's none in this room that's that way, but the leaders that don't get this, I promise you, you will lose your freedom and the respect of your team. You have to lead. And that's what I did a long time because Sherry was talking about it. I remember when I was working in the United States when I got involved in For Life, I started here. I started here. But when 4Life started expanding around the world, registering their products in different countries, the first call came from a man in Korea. I'd never left the United States in my life. Was I scared? Yeah! <laughs> I didn't know the Korean language. I didn't know anything about their culture. As a matter of fact, when I, flew, when I flew over to Korea, they took me through the military compound. And all these people were angry, you know, standing around AK-47s. And I thought, man, boy, I probably made a mistake here. You know, these people are crazy. How can you convert these people to networkers? They all got guns, you know? <laughs> but that was the beginning. And I only planned to stay for just six months. Six months. I went home, packed up everything, closed down my house, flew off. All my family told me I was crazy. My mother said, oh my gosh, son, <laughs> what's going to happen to you? <laughs> my whole family thought I was crazy. I flew off. I settled on the island of Guam. That way I could fly out from there to just about any Asian country within two hours. But I spent most of my time away from the island. But I only planned to stay, again, six months to a year, something like that. Well, then what happened then, after I was working Korea, then I got a phone call from a leader who said, will you go to the Philippines? Uh, yeah, is it safe? <laughs> that was the question. Okay, fine, sure, I'll fly over there, do a meeting. Did a meeting, showed up. Guess what? It was very hard to leave the Philippines. Then I was working Philippines and Korea. And then after a while, then I went back to the island. <laughs> Hadn't been there probably for months. And then I got another phone call. And it was from another le leader. And she said, will you go to Singapore? I'm talking to this lady. Her name is Sherry Din. She won't listen to me. I've tried to talk to her about four life, and she won't listen to me. She won't come in. I said, well, give me her name. Give me, let me write it down, her phone number. Okay. I called Sherry up. I said, Sherry, you don't know me, and I don't know you, and that's okay. But I'll tell you what. I'm coming to Singapore, and I'm coming there to talk to you. Now, if it's just lunch, that's fine. Let's just have lunch, and, and we'll be friends. But I'm going to talk to you about 4Life. I'm going to tell you what we're, what we're doing. If you say no after that, I'll accept that. I'll accept that, but I'm coming. How's that sound? She said, okay. I went over there, and I went over there, my friends, with one mission in mind. I went for one of my leaders. That's being a servant leader. She wasn't my front line. I went for one of my leaders. I flew right over there, sat down, had lunch with her. She beat me up for a while. 
you know, with a lot of questions. But I hung in there. I hung in there for two days. And finally, she agreed to sign that application and declare her independence. We have to work for our people. That's our job as leaders. We don't do it for them, but we help them. We help those who want to be helped. We give hope to those who don't have hope. We reach out to those people who are so weak they just can't do it. We have to give our strength to the weak. We have to give our vision to the blind. This is our job as leaders. Are you ready for this? And then when I met after Sherry signed, guess what? She wouldn't let me leave. She wouldn't let me leave Singapore. So we worked Singapore. We, were, we went over to Sadiq's house. Sadiq was broke. It was hot. It seems like it's always hot in, in Singapore. And I worked there. I helped those. I, I, I worked with them. I ran with them. I did meetings with them. And then finally Malaysia opened up. And I said, Sherry, we got to go to Malaysia. Let's just go. Let's just pack up. Let's go. And we went to Malaysia. Me, Sadiq, we, all those back roads we drove, dangerous roads too. We drove and we built this thing, we built this thing. And then finally the company says, well, we're going to open up Taiwan. Well, I didn't know anybody in Taiwan. And I thought, okay, I don't know anybody in Taiwan. Well, I'm going to get on a plane. I packed up my suitcase. I flew to Taiwan. And I said, well, I'm going to go make some friends. And the first thing I did was walk into the new skin building. <laughs> Hello. They said, are you our upline blue diamond? <laughs> no. But I made some friends when I was there in Taiwan. I did whatever it took. Then it was Thailand. Oh my gosh. Flew over to Thailand. Traveled all over Thailand. I slept in huts. I slept on mats. All the way to India, northeast India, on the Burma border. I stayed with leaders. I stayed at a house where he had two guards with AK-47s. And that was where I was staying. I paid the price. I paid the price. I'm still paying the price because I haven't quit. Hey, you want to know when I quit? I quit when I'm dead. And the only way somebody's going to take this opportunity from me is they're going to have to kill me because I'm not going to leave. And I'm not going to leave my leaders in the field. I'm going to lead. Are you going to lead? We have to pay the price. We have to pay that price. How can we enjoy our freedom? Think about it. If you lived in a rich home, if you had a beautiful swimming pool, if you had Mercedes, BMW, all these cars, all these material things, but you in that same neighborhood, Things got bad for the people. They became poor. Their houses ran down. Their children are hungry. Can you enjoy your freedom when you see that? Can you enjoy your house when you see that? If you feed your children with food and they have none, can you enjoy that? We've got to give freedom. And the only way we're going to keep freedom is if we give it away. And we've got to give ourselves. It's about being a servant leader. That's what made Jesus Christ great. That's what made Gandhi great. That's what made Mother Teresa, Mother Teresa. The greatest leaders in history are servant leaders. And our life is meant to be a life of contribution, not what we can get out of it. 
It's not about the cars. It's not about the house. It's not about these pins. These pins. It's not about that. It's about your love for the human race, your love for people. And you can do this, my friend. If you feel like you're flawed, if you feel like, I, I, I just don't have the strength that these leaders have. Yes, you do. You've got to find your reason. You've got to find your why. You've got to find your mission, your mission in life. And I promise you, this mission is not about money. It's about the people. It's about helping people. What Trent Tenney said the other day is true. What Trent Tenney said the other day is true. For life is not a company, we're a movement. We're a movement. I want to say that we're becoming a, so a social phenomena around the world. And I want you to get your hearts and your souls in it. It's about loving one another, not being competitive to one another. Don't compare yourself to another leader. Don't do that. Love yourself. Love your leaders. It's the bond, my friend. That what, that's what creates great teams is that bond, and that bond is love. So this is what I want you to do. And when people ask me, well, how did you become so successful? I love people, that's all. I, it's not that I went to a network marketing university. Armenia, where's Armenia? Armenia, what, which university did you graduate from in network marketing? Or Juan, Juan, which, er, er, which university did you gra graduate from? What, they didn't go to a network marketing university? How can you be a platinum and do that? I didn't either, I only graduated from high school. That's it, high school. So how do you get to the top? You love your way to the top. You love your leaders, you help your leaders. That's what it's all about, my friends. That's what it's all about. Strip yourself of egos. Strip yourself of pride. Why be proud? Tell your story and let it shine. I was broke. I started in this business by selling a junk truck. I had no hope at that time. I only had desire, I had passion. But that's right, and I'm proud of my story. And I, I tell my story to anybody, anybody. The longer we stay in this business, I know some of the leaders are refining their stories. Don't refine your story, tell the truth. Don't be proud, tell the truth. Your people are going to love you this way. They're going to love you if you're honest, if you're humble, if you have this quality of humility, if you have this passion and this desire to help others be free. Who's hurting in your organization? Think about it, friends. Who needs help? Who's struggling to go from diamond to presidential? Who's struggling to pay their bills? And they're working with you in this. They are in this fight. They are in this fight. Will you fight with them?
We can't do the things that God can do, but there are certain things he expects us to do, my friends, and this is it. It's to give freedom. It's to give hope. It's to give your leaders a chance. Take it away and live this message. All right, all right, Jeff Elk Gilbert.